Hey everybody, this is Ashley. And this is Aaron. <laughs> these notes. Aaron, look. Keep it going. Okay. <laughs> okay. We get this Hey guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of A Perspective. How are y'all doing? It's been a long time, but we are back. I said that like it's been a long, long time. I mean, it seems <laughs> it's like, like for some reason, it feel like it's been a long time. Like I feel like it's been a year, but it ain't been that long. Maybe been that's just how life has been. <laughs> oh shit! Technically, well. <laughs> We're back, guys. Hola. However long it was for (laughs) y'all. Welcome, welcome. Yes, we are back bringing you guys a brand new episode. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without a dope perspective to step to. (laughs) Okay, okay. See? Back like I never left. All right, guys. Well, I'm Ashley. And I'm Aaron. And guys, thank you so much for joining us this week. We appreciate it, as always. Welcome! Aaron, are you ready? It's been a while. I'm ready. ready? I'm ready. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, he ready. So let's see. Let's go ahead and get things started with... Five questions! All right. So five questions is an opportunity for you all to get to know us a little more. It's also an opportunity for us to get to know each other a little better. We ask five questions and they range from funny to sad to thought provoking. And we try to ask them in interesting and fun ways. So are you ready? Ready. Okay, here we go. Question one. Start off a little light here. In the game of spades, is saying to your partner, play to win, considered talking across the table? First of all, there is nothing light about spades. Um, <laughs> there is nothing. I am in the not battle. People that th- <laughs> listen. In the war of spades. Listen, spades is always real. But it's saying to your partner, play to win, talking across the table. So are cards on the table? Is this like a pep talk that you're saying before? Uh, or no. Are you, like, are you saying this when we got cards, there are cards on the table? Ca- cards have already been dealt. And there are cards in your hand. Yes. Are there cards on the table? Yes. We might be two, three hands. You are talking across the table. You are talking across the table. Because let me tell you what you're doing. There are cards on the table. You didn't play something. And there's somebody. Okay. So this is how it's gone. You play something and you are currently winning the book. Um, Your partner does not know if they should cut you or not because of the next person. Could possibly be cutting. And you are telling them play to win. Meaning it don't matter if you. It's like It don't matter if you cut this book or not. Like you, We're just playing to get this book. But that's talking across the table. If that makes sense. No I'm yes. with you. Oh I that can see sense. the scenario. Uh, I mean, oh okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure every person. Who plays spades. Knew exactly what was going on. As soon as I asked that question. Uh, yes. You don't say play to win unless. 
You need the lit. Uh, yes, I agree with you. Although I could see, yeah, I just agree with you. There's no other than that is cheap. That is talking across the board. That's that's definitely yes. And depending on who you're playing mm-hmm. with, there's some consequences to that. <laughs> yes, that's it. We done. Whew. Okay. Question two: Is compassion towards a criminal considered cruelty towards their victim? No. There can be circumstances that would make you feel compassionate toward that person. Um, Whether it be something in the background, something of of circumstances, because your criminal could be somebody that just stole food for their kids. And the victim is the store owner who, yes, they're losing out on money, but there's a reason that this person is doing this. They're not just stealing because... That's, it, it's fun. They're still because it's a necessity and they have no other means, I guess. Or they, this to them, this is the last resort. So, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, it doesn't make, like, there. yes. It, it doesn't make you any less sympathetic towards the victim because, again, you you know, you feel for that person, that, that store owner, because that's not right that you got to lose out on products. But there are also, like, you know, you got insurance. Hopefully you'll make it up, you know, like this person was just in a bad spot. So I feel for both parties in that, oh. like in something like that. I'm glad you say. I'm glad you used that example because I was gonna say I was conflicted by this answer, and because I was thinking of if a someone murders Murder. someone, mm-hmm. someone, right? That's where I was going, and I was like, I, I don't know. I was like, huh? But that's not the only criminals out there. You're right. Criminals is it, it's just very yeah. broad, and yeah tell where my brain was going actually i mean it's where i got the question from too but okay yes you're right no so so no it is not because you can have compassion for the criminal and still be respectful to the victim yes Mm -hmm. all right question three with all the reboots that have been happening in television and movies if you could reboot foods which ones would you bring back the original Honey Smacks, because I don't know what the hell is going on right now with the Honey Smacks that they have on the shelves, but those are not Honey Smacks, okay? Those are not the Honey Smacks that I grew up on with the sugar and the honey, and it probably had me bouncing off the walls. What y'all got going on now is not it, and if you were going to redo it, you should have found a way to keep the flavor and still make it healthy. If you could not do that, then you should have just took it off the shelves permanently. So I would reboot the original Honey Smacks. Yes. I'm sorry, that just that came to mind quickly because I, I really feel some type of way about Honey Smacks. There are lots of foods out there, honestly, that I had as a kid that I feel some type of way about. So, okay, wait, but let me also ask, do you mean like something that's no longer available, I guess? Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's where I was going. That's, that's okay. what I was thinking when I was thinking of the question, right? Like something that was here now, not now, and, and now it's no longer, and you'd bring it back. But I guess a revamp, right? I mean, that's still... I mean, okay, so a close runner-up that I can think of off the back is the Monster Burger from Hardee's. Um, Back before Hardee's had thick burgers, they had regular, like, thin burgers, but they were still good. And they had the Monster Burger with the bacon on the top, the bottom, and in between with just cheese and mayo. And it was a treat. Better than the Whopper? Yes. Yes. Any day. Hardee's had... See, Hardee's had... Burger King size burgers like meat, but it just tasted better. Yeah, and so and I think that's what I liked about it. 
But Hardee's has always been more expensive than Burger King, so Nancy won't really go in for Hardee's uh. like that. <laughs> Was Hardee's burgers actually cooked on a grill? Yes. In the beginning, they cooked them on a grill, and then they later moved on to like a broiler where you put it through. But they actually like frame flame broiled was real. I mean, like we, they cook, they put it on the grill when you ordered it. Uh huh. Ah. Uh-huh. I mean, there were times too where you like you cook extra meat, but like when you got a lunch rush. But yes, like right. chances are it's gonna be freshly cooked because okay. that meat did not last long. Okay, because you know, hard. I mean, Burger King says flame whatever. But they really just pull it out of that tray. So. Right. I don't know where the lines come from, but. <laughs> the broiler. They probably still put it in the broiler. Oh, okay. And then they froze it and then they shipped it to Burger King who thawed it out. I don't, I mean, I don't, anyway. Oh, you're talking <sighs> about that part of it. Okay. What I, would you bring back? <laughs> I would bring back, see, you said Hardee's and I would bring back the pork chop, the grilled pork chop egg and cheese biscuit. I wasn't even thinking about that until oh. you said it. But that, mm grilled pork chop egg and cheese biscuit which was everything to mm-hmm. me. but the thing that i was thinking about i would bring back the mcsalad shaker <laughs> that was everything to me <laughs> i just want y'all to know Eric, i'm so weak one because i used to want to get that um i think i did get it i got it one time i got it one time i tried it and i did not like the dressing that they put with it the ranch wasn't good it wasn't good. Oh, see, I only got Caesar. And uh, one, because every time I get a salad, I automatically try to figure out how to shake it up anyway. So the mixed salad shaker was perfect. Uh, I know now it'd be like $10 in 2021. But back then, it was good. It was, it was really good. All right. Question four. Do you pull out all the tricks the first time you're intimate with someone? Um... I guess it depends on the person. If they, you know, if if it's a good little, you know, a good, a good little um, attraction. Yes, if I if I have that type of attraction, like sexual attraction to you, then yeah, I probably would. I'd like to say that you give it your all every time, but realistically, the first oh, no. time is probably, I don't know, filling each other out, see what's what. I think there's a level of exploration that hinders, uh, that prevents the ability to truly, you know, go full force. Hmm. That's a different topic. Okay. This is five questions. <laughs> Question five. All right. I'm calling this the hip hop stock market. And what will happen is I'll give you three rappers and you will have to decide between the three of them, which one are you going to buy more of? Which one are you going to sell, get rid of, and which one do you just want to hold where it's at? And this is based on their musical contributions, musical trajectory, all of that. We're sticking okay. to the music. Okay. That's cute. So the three <laughs> artists that I'm giving you are Drake, Jay-Z, Kanye West. Which one are you going to buy? Which one are you going to hold? Which one are you going to sell? Yeah, you can go. Um, I'm going to buy more Jay-Z. <sighs> no. No. Huh. See, I'm torn between buying more of Jay-Z and more of um, Drake. Because Drake, I just feels like, has... I mean, he still has some years in the game. Um, so I, I would... Yeah. I, 
Huh? Jay-Z does too. We're in, he's in uncharted territory in some ways, but he still does too. Yes. Yes. That's very true. You know what? I'm going to buy more of Jay. And then I'm going to hold Drake. Yeah. And and Jay got it. Jay, I just feel like I'm going to stay rich with him. So. Okay. Yeah. I'm at, I actually do. I would actually do it the same way. I would sell Kanye. Although, if I'm thinking musically, that that that's tough in the sense that he he is his musical contributions and his musical future still has a lot of could be very beneficial in the stock market. But I'm going to yes, sell Kanye. I'm going to buy more Drake just for everything you just said and I'm going to hold on to to Jay. Cuz Jay is huh. stable. I feel like that that catalog right will keep me will keep me fed. Oh wait, maybe I misunderstood the Okay, so maybe I misunderstood the question. So I need to hold on to Jay and buy more of Drake. Cuz that's what I want like the lifelong guarantee, I guess. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could I mean, okay, I think okay, either okay. way. I think either way. I think either one for between Drake and Jay could work because I'm choosing Drake to buy more of because I think his in the short run his output of music will generate more income and i think jay's next project is is further out than drake's so i'm choosing to buy more drake now and hold on to jay. okay that's how okay but i'm not getting rid of but then but see that's why i said kanye's a little tricky because his musical catalog and what he's still doing in the music industry is still generating right like so that's just a tough business decision and that is five questions and that is five questions. Guys, if you want to respond to any of today's five questions, if you want to give us your feedback on some of our answers, then plug. You can find us on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. You can email us a perspective no e at the end at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, a perspective with Aaron and Ashley. You like how I still did that? You like how I see? And knew it too. And knew it. Too. Without <laughs> of course. <laughs> Like no, why, why would listening. I? This brain is strong. This brain is strong. Okay, hey. let me tell you about this mind. Some things I've learned. So anyway, um, all right. So let's go ahead and get into what got under our skin this week. Uh, I guess your memory would have gotten better, huh? You would have technically been doing yeah. some memory. Who do you think you're talking to? Who do you think you're talking to, <laughs> sir? Like, sorry. If you didn't know, now you know. Hey. So, my under the skin, y'all bear with me. It's been a while since we did this. And I won't even say that it just got under my skin this week. I'm going to say for the past three weeks. And that, ladies and gentlemen, for those who are living in the DMV area, the Ohio area, New Jersey, Delaware, I believe, are motherfucking cicadas. Okay. (laughs) Y'all have no idea. If For those who have not experienced cicadas, y'all have no idea how tormenting this has been for me. I am a person that already does not like bugs. I don't care what. I don't care. I have a rule. Like, I don't, I don't like to kill bugs, you know, because they deserve a life too. But if you cross this threshold, you dead, okay? Because then you trespass it and I have the right to protect my home. I don't like bugs. That's how I feel. I'm going to listen, it's going to be Florida and I'm going to stand my ground in this house against these bugs, but I don't like bugs, period. Okay. So cicadas for me have been, I mean, 
my anxiety yeah, like has just been on a hundred like for the past couple of weeks. It has been to the point I, I cannot roll my windows down. It's almost like crippling in some way. Um, but I am really powering through it, y'all. But they get under my skin because one, they're gross. I don't know if you've ever seen them. Have you seen them now, right? I think I showed you a picture. Yeah, I've seen them. Because I talked to you about it. Mm-hmm. Y'all, okay, for those who don't know, they're these big-ass bugs um, that have wings. (laughs) They fly, and they have these big red eyes, and they are blind, okay? So they cannot see when they are running into you, um, your car, the sidewalk, the wall. Like, a lot of times they just kill themselves because they run into, like, walls in the street and cars and sides of buildings or whatever because they don't know. But, y'all, they land on you. They will get in your hair and they will chill there. Like that is where for the past 17 years, they could not wait to get out and get on you. Okay. They chill there like it's nothing. And I am completely disgusted by them. I am tired of seeing them. And most people like I've heard a lot of people complain about the noise. I don't give a damn about the noise. You can make that sound all day because I was talking to my sister about it. And I realized like this, we have heard this before. Like we've experienced cicadas before. I'm from Roanoke. We've experienced cicadas before this sound, but they were never out like this. Like to the point where you could, I don't think I've ever seen one. This shit here is a whole like epidemic like that that now we done went through the pandemic or we still going through the pandemic and now i gotta deal with motherfucking cicadas i don't understand what i've done in the past year that has made my life like this to to the point where i had to experience cicadas like why is this my karma but anyway um they are under my skin I'm ready for them to go. They're supposed to be gone by the end of June, first week of July. That cannot come fast enough. I'm tired of seeing their dead carcasses all along the sidewalks, all on the roads. They are everywhere. Um, and then on top of that, their wings. So everywhere you walk, like at this point, everywhere you walk, you stepping on some part of a cicada. Like whether it's the wing, whether it's their body, it, it's some part of a Is cicada. Is that bad? Like that bad? Yes! They are everywhere. They are every. I'm not joking. I am not exaggerating. They are everywhere. Ask anybody that lives in a DMV area. Ask anybody. They're going to tell you that they sick of these fucking cicadas. Like, they getting stuck. I have them in my car. Like, you know, in the hood part of my car. They mm-hmm. all in the hood. I don't know how they're going to get out. I'm not, I'm not going to pick them up out of there. But they got to get out at some point. They are everywhere. Um... I mean, they're so bad that I t- one of the planes at, from uh, leaving from Reagan got stopped. The the plane that flies out before the president's plane or whatever, something like that. The plane oh, the had rep- um, reported or something. They report. There we go. They had issues, cicada related issues with the uh, mechanical issues. So that should tell you something right there. That's how many they are. Um, but yes, and when you're wa- like you're walking outside. They're going to get some, some part of it's going to get stuck in your shoe. I got to come in the house. Just last night, I had to vacuum when I came home from dinner because cicada wings was in my house. So I can't even take my (laughs) shoes off. I can't take my shoes off in the crib and walk around because it's pieces of a cicada wing on the carpet or, or, or in the threshold at the door. Like today, today when I came just a little while ago, when I came back home, a big ass wing just made its way in the door with me. Bruh. (laughs) Like I, am over this shit i cannot take i i promise you on everything i love the next 17 years that them shits come out i'm not gonna be in this area i don't care if i gotta take a two-month vacation i'm not gonna be in this area and dealing with this shit ever again in life and that what has been gotten under my skin for the past three weeks i'm surprised your property hasn't come out to clean clean 
you know, oh, they do. Aaron, every oh. day. Oh, okay. <laughs> every every day, and and every morning when I go to work, they're right back there. They're right. That's how many there are. They just keep and they keep coming in front of the elevator and dying. You should see the parking garage. It is gross. Mm. It is gross. It's gross. Mm. So it yes, it's a lot to deal with, and especially for somebody that already doesn't like bugs. Mm-hmm. <sighs> My gosh. Y'all, I feel like just they—they're terrorists. That's what they are. Just terrorists. <laughs> domestic terrorists. Domestic terrorists. Just, I mean, you—if you seen like people, I've had to find other pages. I mean, not pages, but I've—I've seen other people's comments like where they talk about it because I'm like, I know it just can't be me that thinks like this. And it was this one girl talking about how they just dive bomb into her car like into her windshield and she was like every time they do it she screams because she think it's coming through the wind like what the hell like y'all and one flew in my car bruh that was a wrap that was the last time i rolled my window down that was the last time i almost killed me and robin almost listen i jerked that wheel listen we was about to hmm hmm i'm sorry but anyway that's what got under my skin what about you Mother Nature is not fucking around these last few years. Man, hello? Like, are pe- people, are y'all listening? Are y'all paying attention? This is mm. crazy. What got under my skin? Okay, listen. I just want people to, to know that, yes, uh, the world is opening back up and restrictions are being lifted and all of that, right? Like, yay, I guess. But we should still be mindful of other people's personal spaces. The other day, I went to Target. And I still wear a mask wherever I go. And in most places, actually, you're still supposed to wear a mask in the stores. Um, went to the Frozen section. Went to go. I forgot even what the heck I was looking for. Oh, went to the Frozen section because I was looking for fruit, like frozen fruit. Um Opened it up, started looking, and mind you, the way it was struck, I went at the end of the night, right? Because I'm trying to go when there's the least amount of people in the store and also on the way on the, on the way to the store. Got there, opened it up, started looking. Next thing you know, this lady walks up right behind me and starts looking in the same freezer that I'm looking in. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. she's looking like mm-hmm. a good distance. Like she was close enough to me that I could feel her presence. So I stopped, turned around, looked. She didn't say, excuse me, my bad, nothing. She was steady looking, like almost like, you get out my way. And I tell you. <sighs> See? See? It bothered me because, one, her mask was not even fully on. She had a mask on, but it wasn't fully on. Two, why are you this close? Three, is it that serious that you can't wait for me to finish looking? To me, that's just common courtesy, pandemic or not. You don't start trying to shop in the same section of an aisle as someone else. You wait for them or you move. It's just common courtesy. That's what got under my skin. And the fact that actually when I backed up and tried to wait for her, that she just stood there and took her GD sweet time. Mm. And what I mean, it was one of those things where she pulled something out. And then instead of just closing the door and walking away, she does like the slow walk. And I get it. She's probably trying to think, do I really want this? Do I need anything else? But ma'am, you've already interrupted my process. You've already cut cut in line, essentially. <sighs> Aaron, you're going to have to start speaking up to these people, man. Like, for real. 
excuse me, excuse me. No, excuse you. Or t- like, can- excuse me, I'm not comfortable with you being this close. Can you back up? Like, we're in the middle of a pandemic. You ain't gotta be, you know, something. you ain't gotta be. But then, you yeah, know, it's, man. It's that thing of like, it's just let it go. It's not that deep. Nah, F that. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. F that. Let me tell you what my, under my skin almost was. And it was this, um, about a road rage that I had today. Some things you can let go. And then sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you just got to follow a bitch and let them know, I'm not playing with you. And if you do that shit again, you can lose your life. Like, do not play with me. Do not play with me. Why my mom on the phone? Anyway, um... That's what got under my skin. That, that have you ever have you ever had someone do something to you on the road and you, right or wrong, you got in front of them, and slowed down, or you got in front of them just to impede whatever it is that they were doing? No, maybe I have not me. done that. Uh, I can see that. you doing that. Um, and I've seen. I mean, I you know I watch these. Never mind. I'll talk about that. That that that'll tie into what I'm talking about. What I'm watching. <laughs> But that's what got under our skin this week. <laughs> and now it's on to what are we watching? Yeah. And I'm sure you I'm sure you have a lot. I don't. I do and I don't. Um, I do and I don't. Okay. Okay, what am I watching? I so actually lately I've been watching Don't Judge Me People, Lucifer. And Yeah, Robin used to watch that. I didn't think I would like it. It was one of those moments where I was trying to... So, so let me take a step all the way back. I have not seen the last three episodes of Grey's Anatomy. I have not seen the season finale of Station 19. I have not seen the season fin- series finale of All Rise. I have not seen the season finale of A Black Lady Sketch Show. A lot of these shows that I consistently watch. So yes, I do have a... We're in, we were in the moment of like all, my, of all these shows that I watch, right? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But you know, the seasons have been cut short for obvious reasons. And I don't know what the, I can't remember what the summer lineup of shows is going to look like. So I've been slowly, so I had to stop watching all my shows and I'm going to like space them out. But in doing that, you got to fill your time with something. So I started watching Lucifer, one, because it just kept popping up. Netflix, it just kept pop, pop, popping up. And so I finally clicked on it and I wasn't into it at first, but then, you know, there's always that one thing, or at least for me, there's always one thing that I kind of want to see what happens next. So then you watch the next episode for that one thing, and then now there's two things. I'm on season three, and it's not bad. I mean, it definitely keeps my attention, and there are definitely storylines and characters that I'm invested in. So that's what I've been watching Mm -hmm. lately. Uh, I tried to start watching, what else have I been watching? Oh, I did see the season finale of This Is Us. Let me just tell people. Season finale of This Is Us. Uh, so good. Like that's, And next season is the last season, too. Which I... Is it? Yes. I appreciate when they... Like, they've known... The audience has known for three seasons that this was going to be their last season. So they've been mapping... Like, they've mapped out the whole storyline. Um, or the whole story. So I appreciate when stories can have a proper ending and they can set it on their own terms which is kind of what happened with insecure right like she said she knew from the beginning it was going to be five seasons so anyway uh that's what i've been watching lucifer i did watch the season finale of this is uh oh i did watch a million little things i did watch that season finale which is good i I keep saying i didn't know where they were going to go after season one but the direction and the storylines that have come out of it have been been good 
And Grey's Anatomy, too, has been good, people. I just have decided to pace myself on the last three episodes. Oh, Grown is just getting ready to come back. And I did start watching season two of The Game. Oh. Okay. I guess the second Dang, part of the season. some things. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I'm waiting for Big Brother. You know, when Big Brother is usually my summer show oh, because it comes on three times a week. But I haven't heard anything. Mm. Three times a week? Yes, they come on. It comes on Sundays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, and of course, Hello? the NBA playoffs. I have oh, been watching yeah, that's that. Right. Which have you been was yelling in my ear last night oh. watching that shit. <laughs> Y'all, and he was lost. so hyped. And they lost. The but, Nets lost. Yes. So now we're going to a. So game they seven. out of it? No, no. Game oh. seven. Game seven. Lord have mercy. Game seven. Um, I just don't even, yeah, I just want the, anyway, but it has been very good, very interesting. Like it really has been worth watching to the last minute because things change out of nowhere. You know, that three point shooting has really changed the game. So that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been watching. What about you? Um, well, I haven't been watching that much stuff, (laughs) um, but what I have been watching, um, well, I'll go ahead and finish what I was about to say when you asked me about pulling in front of somebody. So my new obsession lately when I do watch TV or something is uh, YouTube videos of road rage. I don't know why, y'all. I cannot I listen. There are They have like road rage videos and they have like instant karma videos. Like when people are doing dumb shit um, and then the police like, boom, get them right then. There's something satisfying about that because I see people do dumb shit every day driving up here. And I just feel like the police, like, where y'all be at? Like, wait, like, and it's not the dumb shit. Like, people, okay, you do dumb shit. Sometimes you're not, you distract, whatever, even though you shouldn't be when you're driving. But it's the people that, to me, are endangering everybody else on the road just because you're in a hurry and trying to get wherever you're going. And especially, like, when it's raining, like, you don't know if you can lose control. Like, it's just so many factors, and it's just, ugh. But anyway, so, yes, that's, like, my recent obsession for some reason, and I just watch them like I don't know I just let it play on YouTube um also I've been watching The Conjurings um because a new one came out I guess and my sister wanted to watch it so I ended up watching that with her and then I got into all of them and watched um all three Conjurings and then I watched all three Conjuring movies and then I watched one of the spinoffs which was The Nun and next I'll probably do the one about the doll. I don't I don't like to say their names out loud because there's something about <laughs> these movies that what? they're scary and they're about you know they're about um de- demon um uh what's it called possessions and stuff like that even though you know ah, anyway so yes um Oh, and then the last thing that I did just start watching, and it's good, but I have to wait weekly for it to come out, is Crime Scene Kitchen, where basically bakers have to go, they go into a kitchen that's like the crime scene, and they have to use the clues to figure out what was baked or made, and then they have to, like, come together, I mean, you know, use those clues and then make what they think it is, and then at the end, you'll see if, like, you made the right dessert, or if, you know, you were completely off the... Oh, that sounds interesting. Out of the park. It's actually really good. Um, It comes on, like, I think it comes on Fox or something, but I watch it on Hulu, of course. So it's really good. I like it. It, I enjoy it. I already have a favorite team, and it's the mom and her gay son. So, (laughs) But they're really cute. Like, it's something about them that's really cute. 
Um, but yeah, it's interesting. You should watch it. Do you watch Chopped? No. Oh, okay. I've seen it before, but I don't like really watch it. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, people do. Oh, okay. Yes. If you like, so the, you get two different crime scenes per show and the person, I mean, the team that does the worst at the end of the show gets kicked off. So. So yeah. somebody gets eliminated every week. Every week. Yes. And they, okay. so every week and then every week is different. So they have two different teams. Like it's like team or it's like group A where they have like different teams and then they have group B that has different teams. And so every week they show like they alternate the um, the groups that they show and then the people are getting kicked off as it goes on. And then I guess at the end, they're going to put the winners of each group up against each other. That's what I'm thinking is going to happen. Oh, but they okay. haven't said it yet. So it's interesting. Yes, it's, it's, it's definitely interesting. So I'm hoping the mom and son team makes it all the way, but we'll see. All right, guys. Well, that is what we're watching this week. We're going to go ahead and take a break, get something to drink, and we'll be back with this week's perspectives. Okay, guys, we're back. And it is time for this week's perspectives. Yeah. And <laughs> yes, I believe I go first this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this week I want to focus on peace, P-E-A-C-E, and making peace with what didn't happen. And so the topic comes from just talking to some friends recently about dating and thinking that, you know, the situations the situation would turn out one way. But it didn't. It just went completely opposite. And I was, you know, and I thought about myself too. Like in life, um, over my years, I am 35. So over the years of dating, there have been situations that I've had to make peace with that did not turn out the way that I wanted it to. And even like, um, you know, I guess I could say kind of like in recent years, you know, though I may be happy elsewhere, there's still like... it, it. there are still times where I felt some type of way about something that did not, not that it didn't happen, but just the way that it played out. There we go. The way that it played out was really what I guess kind of got under my skin, but I've learned to, you know, make peace with that because if you continue to just harp on those things, like I feel like there's always going to be a part of happiness that you're not unlocking because you are still stuck on this. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, Okay. So, like I said, talking to friends and we were talking about this stuff. And so I was like, oh, this will be a good topic to talk about. And let's hear Aaron's perspective on, you know, how do you make peace with what didn't happen? How do you let that go? How do you reassure yourself and pull yourself back that, I mean, let yourself know that it's going to be okay. You can keep moving forward. Go. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the topic. That's it. (laughs) Hmm. I don't know. That that is a good topic, and actually, as you were talking and starting to explain it, I was I was trying to ask myself. I was trying to find like where I could person like what was the personal story for me that was connected to this. And so I don't know if I make peace with things or if I just move on or if that's the same thing. That's where I was. That's where I'm. I'm that- challenged. Right. The ability to move on from something doesn't necessarily mean that you've made peace with it. Um, right. Very true. So. Oh, very true. <laughs> I think I do more moving on, and I, yeah, I move on. And sometimes there's uh, peace made with that, 
And then I think sometimes I, I, I don't care enough for the, for me to not be peace for the, for, for me to have been unsettled in the first place that I need to find mm. peace. And I think for the things where I have made peace, I guess trying to circle back now to what you're asking, how do, how do I do it? What does it look like? That's the question, right? Sorry, I need, now I need to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like what, is, what does that look like? Um, what, what would you say to somebody that's trying to make peace with a situation that didn't? And you know what? We're, uh, I, I mentioned relationships and we're talking about relationships, but it doesn't always have to be relationships. There are other things that don't happen that you think is going to play out a certain way and it doesn't. And then you have to find peace with that. It didn't work out like maybe a job or moving somewhere, you know, like getting, getting a house and it didn't work out, you know, like, yes, 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 yes. And uh, I mean, I'd say, I think one of the things that has worked or that could work, is talking it out with someone else. So I I talk to myself all the time. And I think there are many benefits to that. But I think one of the things that can hold me back or the situation back from moving forward in a healthy way is that you're not getting a different perspective, right? Like you're in your own head. You're only processing and thinking and deliberating based on all the information that you have and you don't know everything. So talking it out with someone else can help to shed a light on things or give you a different perspective, right? Change your perspective, change your outcome. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, give you a different perspective on that situation, which may be what you need. Um, so I say that, I think that I don't want to live an unhappy life. Like I don't want, and, 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 and I'm also saying that by recognizing that sometimes you have to do the things that you don't want to do in order to get to where you want to be, right? So we don't mm-hmm. always have 100% control in our life. But in saying that, I don't, want to live an unhappy life, which means I'm not in any situation that I'm in. I'm trying my best to be my best, to show up as my best, to do my best, um, to give give my all. For me, it's, it's, it's about recognizing that I don't want this moment. I don't want to be unhappy in this moment. I do know that. I mean, I, I probably unconsciously now operate in that way. It's, it's yes. knowing that I want to, you know, I want every day to be the best day that it possibly can knowing that there will be areas where I fall short. I don't need to contribute mm-hmm. to that area. I don't need to contribute to that shortage by dwelling on something that didn't happen when yes. there's so much to appreciate in the moment. Um, Come on, Brother Jones. I'm talking this out as you're saying, don't do so. It's like, no, I, I, no, no. Yeah. I mean, but like you're saying things that I like, I would have said, but I mean, as my answer, but just in a different way. But I just 100% agree with that. Like choosing to be happy, choosing to mm. focus on what's going on now yes. versus what could have been, because there, there's nothing you can do about what could have been. Like, and I think that's also a part of it is realizing there's nothing you can do about that. And to sit in, like you said, just um, dwell in that in that place is just, I mean, it's unhealthy and it doesn't help you be happy. And there's so much other things going on in the world that can already mess with your happiness and mess with your peace while it's something that's not even in your present can, I mean, contribute to that, you know, like contribute mm-hmm. to everything else that you could be facing on a daily basis. So yeah, I mean, yes. And who's to but say I that you can't, and who's to that. say that, it, and who's to say that what you thought still can't be right. Like who, I think that's the other thing Very when you, true. When you say, not just in relationships, when you expand that and even in relationships, just because it didn't go the way you wanted it to go at that moment doesn't, mean that it can't go that way now or later on and recognizing that yeah i mean it goes back to what you said like choosing an intention and one focusing on what you have and then two like recognizing that you can still like circle back to that thing sometimes later on with better understanding more clarity and a stronger foundation Mm -hmm. to execute on that 
right? Sometimes you don't get what you mm-hmm. want because you're not ready for it. That whole comment about um, it's not about luck. It's when preparation meets the moment of opportunity. Sometimes you're not prepared for that moment. And so you need to, so it skips you. And if you're lucky, right. it comes back. And if it doesn't, right. like be happy with where you're at because it's where you're supposed to be. At least, you know, that's also like connection to God and go. faith is like you are where you are supposed to be if you are intentionally, you know, living. Right. Trust the plan. Yes. Have faith in it. Yes. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, I think also, I mean, just adding on to what I already said, because that was like my biggest thing is just choosing happiness. But also, um, I think what's helped me like, or now and older, I guess in my, not older, um, in my more seasoned days, there we go. (laughs) Because I just did not want to say older. Um, Is thinking back, like if, if I, if I've ever had a moment of like where I still hadn't made peace with a certain situation or whatever the case may be, um, thinking back to the moments before where I couldn't make peace with certain situations and I have, and I realized like, look at where you are. Like you, you thought you weren't going to get past that. And you did, you Mm. thought you weren't going to get past that. Mm. And you did like there have been different hurdles in life that, you know that could have kept you down and you thought that you were too weak in this moment but you're not like I mean and if you want to talk about faith but like God has shown you like you can get past this girl like this ain't this is another this is another like little speed bump in the road you're going to be just fine and you're going to come out on the other side and be better and that's that's also I mean to me that has helped me because there have been moments in life where I'm just you know thinking, oh, I'm never going to get over this person. I can't believe this, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, when I think back to it now, it's like, ew. Like, like, or why did I, you know, so I don't know. That's just something else I'd say for, you know, people to think about. Like, think about everything else that you've been through in life and look at the hurdles that you've gotten over. Just keep pushing forward and make that peace so you can be happy. So life can be what it's supposed to be. And so you're not adding any additional BS to your day, to your plate that could, you know, that adds to all the other craziness of the world. Yeah. That's but actually, yeah. that is really good that you said that too. That that last part, it it, talk, it makes me think about, um, I don't remember the scripture. I don't remember the specific sermon, but I mean, it, it's been said multiple times in, in, in conversation or in, in church where don't get caught up in the situation that you're in, right? When you when you're when you feel like you have nowhere to turn or no one to look to, think about all the times that God came through, right? Like that God pulled you mm-hmm. through, that He brought you out of, and remembering that yeah. helps you to deal with the situation that you're currently in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, yeah, man, that's so real. That is so real. I think about plenty of times where I thought, you know, like even sometimes because I, you know, I've talked about it up here before on a podcast, like anxiety is something that, you know, I have anxiety. Like I, there are times where like I can just shut down um, and, and times where I come home, like I'm just thinking about recently, like times when I'm coming home and I'm like so stressed out behind work or like something that I'm just like, I mean, and, and, and probably no, no bearings to it, but just overthinking and like did I do this? Is this going to be okay? You know, all of that stuff. And then when I think back to the times, like where it's always been okay, you know, like there's never been a moment where I was really in jeopardy of losing anything or being in any kind of trouble, you know, but sometimes things, those thoughts just creep up on you and you just got to remember like what you've already been brought through. So yeah. Mm. Yeah. Everything I survived 
It's all because of you. Just made me think of this. Mm. Okay. Uh. <laughs> all right. Well, there we go. Well, that was my perspective for the week. Uh, what about you? you show up it was good, right? On, they, sh- they show up right on time, telling you. That was... And that was listen. Huh. That was one in the arsenal. I told you I had some. I had been taking screenshots and just um, keeping little notes. And that was just one. I don't know. It just felt like it was the right way to go. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Dang. Here go mine with this tomfoolery perspective. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I sit here and think like now we talking about this? Watch Aaron. Uh, topic gonna be tra- uh, ratchet. Like watch it's gonna be so Lord. <laughs> Nah, go ahead. Go ahead. What we got? Okay. I'm excited. I I want to talk about the circle back, the... Lord. The X. <laughs> I want to talk about obligation. I don't know what word... I don't know what the, the subject is. Okay. That's so funny. I'm sorry. Real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm not to cut you off, but that's so funny. I was going to talk... One of, my t- one of the topics that I was looking at was about obligations, but okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay. Um, I just, I mean, probably in a different sense, but go ahead. So the last episode of Grey's that I watched, actually, is what spurred this thought. So I want to talk about obligations to your ex or commitments to people from your past. Tit for tat, I guess. Because I did for you, you should do for me. And just explore that Mm. with you. When you have built a life with someone and you all have decided to invest in each other in significant ways, but the relationship does not work out. Because of your investment, because of your relationship, because of all the things that you've gone through, you all are still connected with each other uh, through some way. When your ex or when someone from your past approaches you with a request, can you do this for me? Can you help me out in this way? And you know that you have the ability to help them. Are you obligated to do it? And and I'd probably say no, but how do you weigh how do you decide whether or not you should or should not help them? Whether the relationship ended on good terms or bad terms, what is the conversation that you have with yourself? What is the conversation that you have with them in trying to decide if you get involved, to what degree do you get involved? So, I mean, for me, it's just it's how things ended. Um, and I, I think it's more so of who they are because let's say things ended in a bad way because of circumstances, but they're not a bad person and maybe some time has gone by. I don't think I would have a problem helping them out, like regardless of how we ended. Um, but then if they were just trash, then that's an easy no for me. Prime example, a couple months ago, mm. was a couple, yeah, a couple months ago, I got a request for, um, what was it, for reference from one of my exes. I emailed the people back and told them don't contact me again for that. Like, I don't know this person because I'm not helping her out. I don't give a damn. I don't care if she was on fire on the corner. I'm not spitting on you. Like, that's how I feel about her. But if it was another ex, like, even if, you know, even though things didn't end the best between us, if she were to reach out because she needed something, I would help her out. Like, I, I mean, it's a couple of my exes that I would help out with no problem. But the ones that are trash, like, no but now as far as an obligation no i think once we're done there is no more obligation and especially i'm gonna say from in my life i'm married so no (laughs) i don't have any obligations to do anything for you would i do it out the kindness of my heart because i'm a good person sure but am i obligated to do it no and then that's that's just that no so let me add this to it if children are involved and you didn't necessarily end on the best of terms does that then shift how you make that decision? Because you said there are people that, you know, that last that last story that you gave, 
they could die today and you wouldn't shed a tear. But if you all had children together, does that shift how you then approach the situation? No, as long as I treat my child good, I don't need to do anything for you. I have no obligations to you. Like my obligation at that point becomes to my kid. Right. But if hurting, but if not helping your child, but if not helping your ex ultimately hurts your child. And and what, what you're going to have to give me a scenario that not helping my ex would hurt my child. Okay. Because if that, chances are the child is going to be with me. Oh, it, <laughs> like. If that reference that you decided not to get then stopped them from getting a job that was going to financially benefit them and your child. My child can come live with me. My child can come live with me. I don't, I'm not helping you. No, no. For this, for, mm, see, and that's why, man, you say all the time, devils are in the details. For this particular ex, I wouldn't even, first of all, we would have never had kids together. (laughs) Second of all, um, if we did, that child would be living with me. Third, no, nah, you should have used a different reference. Uh, I mean, it is what it well, is. Well, I'm not necessarily speak, speaking of that ex, but I, I, but the example of if there was a reference that, that your ex needed in order to get a job, right? Like, I do think that's a little more challenging. And Yeah, oh, I agree. I'm sure it's, you know, very hard for people with, yeah. With kids, that probably adds a whole other layer. Heck, it might be challenging mm-hmm. for people who share a dog. Oh, yeah, I done seen people go through it with that, too. Mm-hmm. So I guess, yeah, so for me, it was, so for me, I think that if children are involved and yeah, if children are involved, I do think that that makes it a little more challenging. If I'm going to use that specific story, then I would say there's no harm in giving a reference. And while you don't want to lie, although, you know, as humans, we do it all the time. I think you can construct your words in a way that you can feel good about what it is that you're saying so that they are able to get the job, which then puts the financial or adds more resources into their, puts more resources in life, in their life which ultimately puts more resources in your child's life. I think that if it's, we're just talking about exes, then to me, it's the further removed we are from the situation probably uh, means I'm more likely to uh, help out in whatever way that you're asking. Because if it's yesterday, you- if, it's, if it was like it just happened yesterday, that's a different thing than if it happened two, three years ago. So. Let me tell you what I told Amber. I really hope you enjoy those pearly gates. Them pearly gates are going to be open for you. But if that is the, uh, for me, I'm just, I don't know. I, I couldn't do it. I don't know. I just wouldn't. And I think maybe so because I've already biased myself in thinking about this one particular ex. But I just feel like if we ended on that type of level, like kid or not, like, first of all, it's going to be a whole battle because I wouldn't want my kid with somebody like that. And then second, like, I, I just still, I don't feel like I have an obligation to help you just because we share a kid together. Like, am I a toxic nigga? Oh my God. Maybe I'm toxic. <laughs> no, I think that is, I think you are justified in, in, and I'm not even saying that it, in, in different circumstances, I probably, listen, I reserve the right to change my opinion because I'm not mm. disagreeing with you. But I do, I, I think the child adds a, Alan's adds a bump, like makes it a little more tricky for me. I think without a child, you can, you can have internal conflict, right? I think that you can have internal conflict with yourself around doing what, what's right versus doing what you want to do because you want to get back at that person or because, you know, fuck them or whatever. Like if it's not inconvenience it in ain't your even, life, like, what is the I harm mean, in doing yes, it? Yes, it is. Definitely. It is inconvenience in my life because now I got to take time to do some shit for you, a person that I don't want to do anything for. Like that's, incon- that's an inconvenience to me. And it's disturbing my peace because now I got to sit here and think about something to say about you. I got to sit here and structure my words in a way that don't make you sound like an asshole. I'm not going through all of that for somebody that I don't fuck with. Like, no, no, I just, I no. again, no obligation with or without child. 
You gotta find a different. Um, you gotta find a different village. I ain't your village anymore. You think? Do you think Bernadette, after she burned down them clothes and burned that car, do you think that she would have helped John do a damn thing? Mm. Do you? Okay. And look at how he did her. And they had two kids at home. He didn't give a damn when he did what he did about the kids. But I gotta consider the kids later on to help you. Now, nah, nah, let's throw that in there. Let's throw that have. in there. You don't think she would have? Wait a minute. Now I need to. You don't think? I mean, do I think Bernadette would have gave John a reference? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, <laughs> no. And why did she? I mean, Lord, I'm I'm just using them. But why would she have to do anything after how he did her? Ain't no obligations, right? But you're not doing it nah. necessarily to help. You are to help him, but the but the help trickles down or out to your children in that specific situation. I think that she would help her children the way that she can. Mm-mm. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know, Aaron. So in those, I mean, maybe I'm thinking of this wrong. So you, okay, and then I'm done, actually. So you think ego, so to me, I hear ego is leading the way, is leading your decision. Ego? Ah. Yeah, man, they did you wrong. They did you dirty. Screw them. You're not going to help them. Like, forget the child. That child can come live with me. Like, that's ego. That's like, I'm not going to do one single thing to help that person, even if the potential benefits of that trickle down or out to my child. Like, F that. Is that not ego? Um, No, that sounds like common sense. Oh, <laughs> to me I, don't know. <laughs> I mean I don't know I don't look at it as ego and I, I just don't see I don't know I, I feel like if I'm in that predicament it's got to be a different way for you to be able to get what you need without coming to me in order for it to help trickle down to the child yeah. but again it also de- it depends on the person it, I think it depends on the situation now would I do anything I could for my kid of course but for the for my baby mama? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That sounds crazy. My baby mama. <laughs> well, that's what I wanted to talk about this week. I wanted to have a discussion about something that didn't directly have, like, we weren't directly connected to. And just see. Okay. You know? So, see what comes out of it. I'm pretty sure we know people, or there are people that are listening who either have a child with someone or in a situation or we're in a situation with an ex and they're like, they can probably recount that story where ex and what such and such called them to borrow $10 or something or anyway, I say $10. And, and <laughs> again, I say it depends on the ex. Cause like I said, there are lots of exes that I would still look out for that. If we had a kid for, they could call I me. Mean, if I had a kid with, they could call me for anything, but there are certain ones that I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I also wouldn't have a kid with that person. So we wouldn't even have to ever go down that road. Because chances are I knew you was trash then. And I just, I just ignored it for whatever reason. Who knows? Because I'm toxic too. There we go. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up toxic. our perspective. Toxic knows toxic, boo. Um, my goodness. That's going to wrap up our perspectives this week. You think Robin would let me call her my baby mama? I don't think she's going to let me call her my baby mama when we have a kid. I think she's going to, I don't know. That just, I don't know. Random thought because we were just saying. It's the truth baby though. Mama. It's, I mean, it has a negative know, connotation or a negative history. That, that's what it, it right. But she's going to be my baby mama. I'm, I'm going to be her baby mama. So I mean, I'm going to ask her when she get out of her meeting. Now would she <laughs> let you call, now would she let you say baby daddy? That's the question. Probably. When we had, I mean, when we first got our dog, I called her, I Told the dog that that was her daddy. So I don't know. Dogs are not That's children. Same thing. Dogs are children. Dogs are <laughs> don't you do that? Why you treat me like animal? Right? Not they why are you treat fur babies. Like... <laughs> no, they are fur babies. Don't do it. All right, Aaron, are you looking forward to anything? 
I am looking forward to seeing the rest of the playoffs, NBA playoffs. I, yeah, man, I'm interested. If certain teams go out, my heart's going to be hurt. I may stop watching, but I'm looking forward to seeing <laughs> the outcome of the playoffs. Okay. You? I feel like I, feel like I need to watch because you keep talking about it. Um, I am looking forward to this weekend. Robin and I are doing some Juneteenth activities in D.C. What is that? She found something. Uh, like, uh, uh, to celebrate Juneteenth. Um, I mean, the same thing it means for 4th of July activities, fireworks. It's the same thing. Like, But it is our people's celebration. And we, and to oh, order to celebrate, are going to the black market. To uh, We are going to the, the black market in D.C., black-owned. And we're going to buy some black-owned things and eat from some black food um, trucks. And, yes, that's how I'm celebrating Juneteenth, I guess, on Saturday. But I'm looking forward to that because I think it's... It'll be fun, and I'm looking forward to spending some money because I love to shop. Okay, wait till we stop recording. Mm-hmm. Lord, that sounds like a good. All it right. does sound like a good day. It sounds like a good day in general. Okay. Any reflections? Uh, don't know what I was talking about when I wrote these. I I wrote down. I didn't catch your pop references when you said Molly made. I don't know what you said. You must have said that somewhere. And I wrote down. You never have to guess. If you want to know, tell me. Always tell me. I wrote down, if you came to me, you don't have to worry about me telling, but you also know who you came to. Huh? Oh, I know what that's in reference to. That's in reference to when we was talking about, um, dang, we had used Cece as an example. We were talking about cheating. And like, if, I guess if me and Cece was in a relationship or something, or if it was Cece, you and Cece was dating. Oh, that was your, was that, that your was? thing? Wasn't that true? I think so. I think so. That was your perspective. It was your. I think if Mm -hmm. if that was your perspective around um, your friend comes to you about them cheating, and then you threw in the wrench if they were cheating. Oh, what kind of yeah? yeah, Like, what do you say to that? Yeah, is it your business or not? Do you know some people? If you could see the comments, there was a comment or two on my page about that. Um, And then I wrote down, "Pops would say, don't tell nobody." Oh, pops would say, "Don't tell tell nobody." nobody. (laughs) Don't tell nobody. Yes. Those are my reflections. <laughs> you? Do you have any? I don't have any. I do not. But I'm sure I'll have some next week. Right. Or the next episode. All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap up the show this week. We so appreciate you guys for listening and joining us. Remember, guys, if you want to give us any feedback, answer any of the five questions, give your perspective on our perspectives, then you can reach us on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. You can email us a perspective, no E at the end at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, A Perspective with Aaron and Ashley. And make sure that you tell five people and tell them to tell five people as well. We genuinely appreciate the support that you all show us every week. You show up, you show out, you've taken the break with us, and now you're back and you're ready to go. So thank you. Yes, thank you guys. We hope you have a great week. And remember, if you change your perspective, you can change your outcome. Hey, bye. Da-da-da, da-da-da. Da da da, we are there.